listening to County Conversations, a podcast brought to you by the New York State Association of Counties. I'm your host, Kate Pierce-Nims, NYSAC's Multimedia Specialist. We're joined today by Jennifer McCluskey, a Director of Saratoga County's Employment and Training Department. Our conversation today will focus on the county's EMT Career Pathway Pilot Program. Designed as a first step in filling a need for future and current first responders, the program is a community-based collaboration for high school students. Thank you for taking the time to have this conversation today. Thanks for having me, Kate. So Jennifer, you recently wrote an article on the program for the latest issue of the NYSAC News Magazine. But before we get into the nitty gritty details of the program, can you describe what the state of emergency services was in your county and how it became a catalyst for the creation of this first responder program? Sure, so initially the idea for the program came out of a natural conversation with uh, Phil Barrett, who is the supervisor for the town of Clifton Park and the the county's EMS services about more impending lack of EMTs. Um, We're lucky in Saratoga County for it to not be an emergency at this point in time, but we are aware of the retiring um, EMTs and the shortage that we face in the future. And so it was more of a proactive approach to address the, you know, the concerns of the municipalities, because the last thing that we want to do is to call 911 and not have anyone there to respond. So that's really how um, the program kind of got got its wings. Great. And once you identified this, uh, this problem, this problem on the horizon, if you will, um, Can you describe some of your initial steps in launching the program? What kind of collaboration and investment did it entail? I know you wrote about those things in the article, but could you just go over in detail how it got off the ground and what that took to get it, get the ball rolling? Well, when I got involved in the project, um, when Supervisor Barrett came to me and, and said, you know, I know you do training, you know, what do you think about this? And we had never done anything like this before. Um, And I didn't want it to be just an EMT training, you know, a a CPR, you know, a CPR certification or something like that. In my line of work in workforce development, we really want to develop people and and skill them up for, you know, a living wage and a, a great career. And so it was really important to me that we identify a career pathway um, where they're not just getting a certification. Um, and that's why we partnered with Hudson Valley so that we could enroll them as students and they all ended with seven credits um, to go on towards a paramedic or anything else in the medical field. You know, a lot of the kids that we worked with want to be doctors and this is this is the first step. So it was really important to me to identify that career pathway so it didn't just end with the EMT certification. Um, And that meant bringing in a lot of partners that I I work with on a daily basis. So we worked with Shenandoah, which is the local high school here in Saratoga County. Um, It's actually the the largest school district in Saratoga County and um, identified students from their medical services classes to, to see who wanted to participate. And then we also brought in Hudson Valley Community College, who actually has the um, instructors and the curriculum already in place, um, but we replicated that um, up here at the Malta TechSmart campus of Hudson Valley. So we brought them in, and then we also brought in Clifton Park Half Moon EMS because ultimately 
they're the ones who are going to be employing the EMTs you know, along with other emergency services in, in Saratoga County. But they really partnered with us to make sure that we had enough vehicles and um, that they provided all of the in-cab time for, for the students that they had to, to complete. So we had a lot of partners involved. And as you know, coordinating a, a lot of different people uh, takes a lot of work and time but everyone really pulled together and made it made this program so successful. It's it's paving those bricks, right? The pieces and the resources that are already in your community that if they were just brought together in this innovative way would benefit everybody, right? Benefits the community college because their programs are being utilized, benefits the current EMS structure because it brings more you know, more people in, more interest to the to the program, to that to that career choice, and it helps your high school students. And there are so many different directions that high school students can go in. And it's interesting to hear that there is a path to medicine already um, in some of your local school districts. So this really just builds out on the resources already available in your community. But in yeah. terms of high school students um, and identifying this resource as a pathway to fill the need for current and future um, first responders. Um, how do you present public service, ser public service, how do you present public service in a way that is informative and appealing to that demographic? Well, you know, and, and a lot of the work that I do is identifying, um, you know, different um, populations that we need to target for employment. You know, as you know, we have a workforce crisis and we want to build those pipelines um, for employers. And a four-year college degree isn't for everybody. And we really want to focus on those kids who, you know, aren't planning on going to a four-year school, but don't really know what to do and where to start. And so a lot of what I do is try to encourage the trades. And, and really, it's, it's informing them of what's out there. And honestly, you know, what kind of wages will you have in the future? And the, the beautiful thing about programs like this is that they go in without any cost. You know, we defrayed the cost for them. We took on the cost for the training that would be a barrier to a lot of people to, to get into the line of work. So by removing that barrier, we're really giving, you know, these kids an opportunity to, to see where they could be in the future without, you know, incurring a lot of debt. And this builds up the resources in, in your community as well. These are high school students who have who are in Saratoga County, they know Saratoga County, you know, they've got connections in Saratoga County. And so being able to support your community in that way is just a, it's accessible to the student population and it benefits everybody. This is, you know, the great kind of county program that there's a benefit to everybody involved. It's a win-win-win situation. And that's really the goal in a lot of workforce development initiatives, which you would know intimately with your role in the county, that these workforce development initiatives need to be appealing. They need to work for everybody. So it's just as appealing to all of the community partnerships involved in bringing it to fruition. Exactly. And it really is about economic development. And, you know, it builds this community-minded population. And we want them to, to stay here within the county. Um, we're really proud of our county. And we want our young people to live and work here and, and earn, you know, a, a great wage. So this is just the beginning of, you know, creating those community ties that really make them want to stay here. 
Right, and definitely wage is high priority for the younger generation, I would say, um, speaking from a representative of a younger generation. So highlighting that in the opportunity, not just saying that this is a way to give back to your community. This is also a way to have a meaningful and and gainful employment opportunity because I feel like sometimes presenting students of the tender age, you know, 17, 18, with a plethora of options. It's overwhelming. It's overwhelming and you don't know where to go. So saying, give this a try. And this isn't the be-all, end-all. You could start with this program and then go into another medicine-related field, right? There are so many different niches in medicine that having this experience would just give you, you know, a first step, a first step towards wherever you want, you want to end up. Exactly. And honestly, an, another, when you look at it from another side, they might go into this program and be like, I do not want to do anything with medicine, but this is the time to, to find that out. Not four years down the road when you've got, you know, $50,000 in um, student loans in a field that you don't, you're not passionate about. So, you know, the, this is the time to make mistakes and find out what you like and, and what you don't. So, and, and a lot of the kids it's amazing to to hear from them. They found yeah. their passion. They found their passion. They're passionate about it. So they may have had an idea that they wanted to go into medicine, but now they're passionate about it and excited. So it's it's just really cool to see how how excited and rewarding they felt the program was. It's um I almost want to say it's magical to see that process come, but really, no, it's the work that everybody puts into it. There's no magic involved. It's the dedication and, and the work of everybody showing up and providing this resource in this program. Um, I was hoping you could talk a little bit about what it looks like um, on the student side of things to get involved in the program. Yeah, so really, I have to give all of the credit to the kids because they really gave up their whole summer for this program. This is not um, an easy program. It, there's, there's a big buy-in from the kids. They went to class every day, um, Monday through Thursday from 9.30 to 1.30 um, through the end of the school year in June up until the beginning of September. I mean, they really dedicated themselves. And, you know, the, the classroom time is 140 hours um, and that's mandated by the state. And, you know, they couldn't go on vacations. Uh, they really dedicated themselves. So you have the 140 hours of, of classroom time. Then they had, you know, hands-on practical. I got to I got to go visit them one day and they're all working on their, their dummies and doing, you know, blood pressure and intubation and running through scenarios. And it was just, it was absolutely fascinating. They were amazing. Um, and then after they, they do that, they have to go on 10 ride-alongs with an EMS core, and that's 10 patients that they have to attend to. Um, some of these kids, it took them a full week to get their 10 patients in, because you know, sometimes you've got slow days and busy days. Um, and you know, these were no joke calls. They they were they were really put through it. So it's I, you know, I give them so much credit and they all passed their practical exams and they all passed their New York state exams. So they are all licensed EMTs now. Um, I believe at least three of them right now are already employed as EMTs. And I mean, they're seniors in high school. Uh, so it, it's just, it's really cool. And, and the others want to volunteer. So 
Um, it, I couldn't be more proud and it was just really successful. And it, it says a lot about, you know, the time the kids put in. Right. That's a real dedication for high school students. And to be able to say, I'm in my senior year of high school and I'm gainfully employed. Um, that's not something that every high schooler can say, or that's not a path that not that every high schooler envisions for themselves. So to be able to have this opportunity is huge. And to be able to provide that education, to have the resources to commit to that classroom, and also the ride-along opportunities, those aren't fake. You know, they aren't dummies. Those are real people that they're solving real crises. Yeah. And it's I, giving back and supporting their own community. Yeah, it, it's 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 pretty amazing. I I'm really happy with how it turned out. And they all have they all have seven credits, you know, ready to go. So that they're they're ahead of the game when they go to college or, or whatever they decide to do. Exactly. Seven credits, the cost for seven credit hours is not nothing. It's not nothing. And you would know that from the county end of providing this program. Um, have you gotten a lot of feedback from the program, either from the instructors involved or from the students themselves um, or anybody else in the community who has had some experience with this program? It's actually pretty amazing, you know, how people have heard about it from word of mouth. I've gotten contacted by countless other high schools in the county that want to partner with us to do this. I'm hearing from other county departments, other counties, you know, surrounding us, um, wanting to replicate the program, which is so exciting. And it, it's definitely doable. Um, the feedback, we had um, a recognition ceremony at the Saratoga County Board of Supervisors meeting um, this month, and we invited the kids and their parents and they were they were just all so thankful and so excited. And one of the kids came up to me and he said, I want to come back next year for the next class and tell them how awesome it was. And, you know, the parents are so proud and thankful. It was just it was a really great moment. Um, and I, I've gotten nothing but really, really positive feedback. So really. And that's that's the whole goal. We wanted to see if this would fail or if this would be something that we could replicate. And it was so successful. We plan on doing it again next year, but expanding it countywide. Um, you know, now that the pilot was successful at Shenandoah and Clifton Park and Half Moon, um, now we want to offer it to students all throughout the county. So, you know, we, we're going to go from six to hopefully 12 or 18 next year. Um, but it's it's definitely doable and you know it's definitely something that other counties can can replicate. We'll be right back to the conversation after this brief message from our sponsor. The Public Employer Risk Management Association is the largest and most successful self-insurance pool for public entities in New York State. They have been providing workers' compensation benefits for over 35 years to more than 550 municipalities who have chosen PERMA to manage their claims and ensure workplace health and safety. For more information, be sure to visit PERMA.org. Yeah, definitely. You've gone from, you know, you provided the sink or swim opportunity and not only did you swim, you took off from the water. It was incredibly successful. And looking ahead to not only increasing your student size, like the student population size in this program, but doubling it, even more than doubling it from six to 18, you know, hypothetically on the upper end. Um, 
what advice would you give um, now that you've been you know, reached out to by other school districts in the county and neighboring counties? What advice would you give to your peers in county government who are looking to replicate this kind of program in their own communities? Yeah, I think it's just about using, you know, we all have connections and we all have partners that we work with. Um, and it's just about it, it. It's amazing. You know, when I worked with Shen and I worked with Hudson Valley and Clifton Park Half Moon EMS, I found like-minded people who were just as excited about the program as I was. And so that's really important. You know, one person can't do all of the work and you need to rely on your partners, you know, to, to handle their expertise. And, you know, um, so having, having that dedicated group of people to pull this together is really important. Um, but really just, just being organized, using, using your contacts, using your partners that you work with, um, you know, it, it can definitely be done. I mean, you know, I, I kind of scrambled through the process. Um, I definitely will be more organized next year. Uh, but, you know, you, you, you learn things and you make mistakes, but that, you know, that's the whole point. You know, we had to, we had to, you know, stumble through a few things, but that's how you learn and make things better. So, it, it, you know, it'll be better next year. It'll be a little bit more work with doubling and tripling the, the enrollment, but, you know, as long as everyone is is rowing the boat in the same direction, it's totally doable. Yeah, and you can learn learn from mistakes, and you can use challenges and turn those into opportunities and promote growth with the program and keep it going, right? And a lot of times what you need for certain initiatives is already before you. It's just connecting those pieces. So a lot of this program, it sounds like it came together from programs that were already in place in your communities. They're taking the resources that are you know, right under your noses, so, so to speak, um, right. and just connecting them in a fruitful way. Exactly. I mean, you know, for example, Hudson Valley, like I said, already had the curriculum. Uh, they, they give this course multiple times throughout the year. But what we needed was a different location and we needed our own dedicated instructors, you know, because we had a cohort of six and there's an instruction uh, ratio of six to one. So, you know, we worked with them because I, I work with Hudson Valley on a bunch of different other projects and we worked together to bring the um, the instruction up to Malta at the their TechSmart campus which is more centrally located for our Saratoga County residents. So it's just working with those within those relationships to, you know, to, to make it all happen. So I, it couldn't have been better, honestly. And sometimes you find that people are more willing to cooperate and to collaborate than you would assume they would be. So there's no harm in asking. There's no harm in, in, in you know, taking some of the first fledgling steps to pull a program like this into existence uh, especially when it's a win-win-win scenario like this one is. So the worst somebody can do is say no, right? Say no, we, we can't budge, we can't make that happen. But until you ask, you don't know. Exactly, exactly. So as we're coming to the end of our conversation today, I was wondering um, if you had anything else that you might like to add, either on this program or on initiatives on the horizon uh, for economic development initiatives in Saratoga County, or anything else you might like to add for the county audience today? Yeah, I mean, you know, everyone's talking these days. I feel like everywhere I go, it, you know, people are talking about workforce development and economic development. Obviously, you know, we see our businesses struggle um, to, to get employees. 
And really, you know, I kind of said this before, but we have to look at, at populations who have been overlooked. Um, we need to we need to develop our youth and our young people and show them that there are different career pathways, be it through the trades or medicine, you know, just educate them and their parents on what's out there um, and, and potentially what you could be making um, with very little investment. We have a lot of apprenticeship programs that will pay you to learn. Um, we need to we need to look at our um, justice impacted population and, and try to get them training and skilled up and back into the workforce. Uh, you know, it's kind of desperate times for employers and we really need to get creative and, and start targeting those populations who have been underserved and underemployed uh, to create those pipelines of, of future workers. Because you have everything to gain by bringing everybody to the table making things inclusive and accessible and providing pathways and pipelines to the folks in your community, you know, everybody. Yeah, and there's yeah. there's resources out there. You know, we're, we're here to help. We have the training resources. We have funds available to help, um, you know, with the cost of, of training. So there are resources out there. I wish people knew more about us, but that's why we do things like this to, to get known, right? So... Um, you know, reach out to your county's Department of Employment and Training. Everyone has a career center in their county. So that's where you go to get some of these services. Right. And I know that here at NISAC, we've been very focused. Our um, issue of the magazine was focused on workforce development. We've had plenary presentations. We've talked several times now uh, on the podcast about different workforce development and economic development initiatives at the local level, because at the local level is where you have the most impact, right? Um, you're directly reaching out into people's lives. And to hear the feedback that you've already received from this program specifically is just a great indicator of the other opportunities that are available for future initiatives, both for this program and for other pipelines to different career pathways. So yeah, it has been so inspiring to have this conversation today. And I would definitely encourage our listeners to check out Jennifer's article. Uh, the title is EMT Career Pathway Program for High School Students. It's available on our digital edition of the magazine at nysac.org slash magazine. Um, and from here at NYSAC, we wish you success with this program as it continues. And really, thank you so very much for taking the time to have this conversation today and to share your experience and expertise with getting this program started and, um, and sharing your success with us. Well, thank you. It was awesome to do this, and I really appreciate the invitation. And uh, thanks again. This isn't the end for the podcast. Uh, we might be hearing again from you in the near future as to how things are developing. So thank you again and look forward to talking soon. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of NYSAC's County Conversations podcast. Keep tuning in for more county government-focused conversations, and make sure to subscribe to stay up to date.